Hey everybody, welcome back to Downtime the Podcast. Today we're talking about more video games, just sort of what we've been playing, updates on past stories, and then just like new things that just sort of popped up out of nowhere, like a black hole in Fortnite. What? I'm Billy Nuttle. I'm Diamond Neff. And I'm Hunter Hannon. Diamond, welcome to the podcast. How have you been? How are you doing? I've been great. Thanks for having me on. So I'm, yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah, you're welcome. It's, it's going to be a fun time. You're you're our second guest. We've only had one other guest. Yep. <laughs> Having trouble getting other people on the show, huh? Uh, well, here's the thing. I scheduled it for this specific time so that Hunter could do it, and then I sort of accidentally got locked into Thursdays. And no one else's schedule works for Thursdays. Ah, the classic struggle. Yeah, so uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's it, fine. It, it fine. happens. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so Hunter, what have you been? What have you been playing this week? Uh, the what Halloween event in Overwatch came out. Yeah, so I love the Halloween event. I've been playing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I any skins you like? I really like the Arissa skin because she never, never gets. That many skins, honestly. She rarely gets skins, but the few she gets are always fantastic. Yeah, I like assume the forest it's... sprite. Oh yeah, Ooh. I assume it's like hard to make skins for her because she's like the only one that like <laughs> doesn't follow like a human design language yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, it's really difficult when it's part robot, part horse. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> uh, Halloween event is fun. Any other skins that are notable from that? Um, um, I like Ash's skin because Bob mm-hmm. has like a cool skin with it. People are upset about Ash's skin really? because it changes the sights when you're zoomed in, and the sight is uh, like more opaque and it's oblong instead of tall. So people have been having issues with that, which I think is, is that like interesting. a gameplay advantage? Are they saying no? They're or... saying it's a disadvantage. Oh, okay. They're saying it's like harder to aim to you uh, using that. Ah, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, this is yeah. the cost of using uh, a seasonal skin, I guess. I don't know. Hey, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I can't really think of any other hero who would change that drastically with a skin. Like, the only other example I can think of is they made new music for one of the Lucio skins. Yeah. Right? Or all the Lego sounds for Bastion <laughs> that we talked about. <laughs> yeah, those are great. Don't affect the aiming, but Mm-mm. they're fantastic. Uh, what about you, Diamond? What have you been playing? Um, well, uh, I, I, I haven't really been playing a lot of uh, new games, but I've been really, like, keeping up with a lot of the updates for uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'm really excited for that to release. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, recently, like, um, the new Gigantamax Pokemon forms, mm-hmm. uh, like, Long Meowth or Big Chungus Eevee. I'm super, I'm, like... <laughs> 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 I'm super excited to get to play those. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, like, all of the new forms and everything, like, N- Nintendo just consistently pumps out fun games, like, just that are super creative, and that's just, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's uh, stunning. Yeah, Pony says a unicorn now. Yeah, oh, I'm super excited. It's I can't great. wait to see the Rapidash, like, if that's going to have, oh, like, its own absolutely. thing, too. I'm super, oh, man. I've been waiting for Rapidash to be announced for that, like, just to see what, if they go full rainbow or what. Oof. So you haven't really been playing anything this week then? Uh no, uh card games are more my kind uh, uh are more what I uh, spend a lot of my time on. But okay. um I have been playing 
Magic the Gathering Arena, uh, mm-hmm. which is a video game that you can that that you can play of a card game. Okay. Uh, and a new set just released on that recently called Throne of Eldraine. A uh, lot of new cards and stuff really shook up mm-hmm. the standard meta on that. Uh, and a big rotation just happened, so a lot of those cards uh, went out. So there's, there's a drastic update to Magic Arena, and uh, a lot of the, like, basically, like, the entire strategy shifted, and now the you have to, like, uh, figure out new new ways to address that, basically. Fun. I've Fun. built two magic decks, and me and my friends play like so casually that like we don't keep up on like the new cards at all. So like, there's not that big of an advantage like <laughs> when all of us are playing together. But like, I I feel like it's so hard to keep up with that game. Yeah, it's definitely a challenge sometimes. Um, just because like especially nowadays, like like in the past like few years, like they've just ramped up all of the cards coming out like so crazily. Like it used to be like there was you know like six major releases throughout the year. Now there's like 12 like they, they easily doubled oh. like 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 lots of standard sets being released like around six standard sets being released a year and a lot of supplementary products it's i can definitely see why a casual player would be lost in all of the releases yeah, it's, I, it's really hard i to just kind of look up like cool abilities on cards and just like look up what like what cards <laughs> to put in a cool deck and just kind of like take from a few different ones and like make my own yeah that's one of the most pure ways to play that's awesome i played Yu-Gi-Oh when i was younger uh, and I was not good at it. The only time I ever won a game of Yu-Gi-Oh with my friends was when the other player accidentally sacrificed more life points than he had. <laughs> he like had five hundred and he <laughs> sacrificed one thousand. I was like, "Oh wait, I can't do that. I only have five hundred. And I'm like, "Too late. You've done it. I win." <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you played yourself. <laughs> Fun I, fact: I barely played Yu-Gi-Oh, but I had. Uh, what was that thing called that you put on the your disc? Yeah, the, I had one of them. Currently, I, were awesome. I currently own a dual disc. Really? It's in it's in my closet. Um, also, fun fact: I used to. I also used to play Yu-Gi-Oh. I I also played that competitively, as competitively as I currently play Magic. Mm-hmm. And man, if you used to play Yu-Gi-Oh, and you come back to it right now, it's completely different. Like it, you will you will not understand a single thing happening. There is there are so many new mechanics and so many new rules. I already don't remember how wow. to play. Exactly, it's worse. <laughs> like it's crazy. Like oh man, I, I just I, yeah, I just recently learned how to play like Pokemon too. My seven year old <laughs> nephew taught me how to play. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, prize cards? What are these? I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> right. Like I played Yu-Gi-Oh! like 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 two years ago, and since then, like two new rule systems have been implemented, and I'm like, I, I gotta like learn all of this now? No. Sorry, I'm gonna stick with games I know. Sorry. <laughs> wow, that's insane. Okay. Yeah, yeah the power creep is crazy. The game is, gets derailed so so crazily. Uh in my quest to finish the Batman Arkham series for a second time, I finally started Arkham Knight. I've done some light trophy hunting at the beginning of stuff I never did of, like, uh, glide for 400 meters while only 20 meters from the ground, uh, do three of a certain attack in one combo, um, starting to take on the challenges. And can I just say, I know that I loved Arkham Knight. I forgot how much I loved Arkham Knight. Like, I know it's an unpopular opinion. I know people are torn on the Batmobile and all of that. But, like, I, the combat is so well thought out and fleshed out. There are so many options of what you can do with combat with just one encounter. Uh, The combos flow naturally. You get a good rhythm going. Everything, like, everything feels like it connects. For the earlier games, there would be moments where you hit 
an attack, and even though earlier in the fight it would, like, lock onto an enemy and go attack them, there'd be moments where you hit punch, and then Batman all of a sudden just, like, punches the air in front of him, and it's I had the control stick held. You didn't even try to go to the bad guy I was trying to have you hit. What? But, like, there's none of that here. The story's wonderful. The game just looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I love Batman Arkham Knight so much. I, oh, I completely agree. That's, one, like, probably my favorite game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, have, I haven't really had that conversation with myself. But I'd also like to say, like, those who, the critics of the, of the Batmobile, like, they just don't understand what fun is. Like, come <laughs> on. You're driving the Batmobile around Gotham City at, like, breakneck speeds, and you can run into people, and it doesn't kill them because they just get, like, electrocuted <laughs> out to the side. So it's totally not the murder, reasoning, guys, we promise. The reasoning of the Batmobile is insane. Just like, yeah, you have a gun attached to the Batmobile. It's just flat out a gun, but it has a heat sensor on it, so it can tell if it's shooting a car or a person. And then it switches the round to non-lethal. You're welcome. At first, they were going to say it can sense whether it's shooting the bad guy or a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a bad guy, it's a non-lethal round. Can't kill. If it's Mm-mm. a good guy, it's a nerf dart. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Man. But, like, like I, I can understand, like, sometimes, like, the, the missions that it forces you to do with the Batmobile can be a bit tedious. You know, it's like it's using it in ways mm-hmm. that, like... The Batmobile is kind of limited in all that it can do, but what it but what it can do is fun. It's just that sometimes it can get a bit repetitive, and I can get that through like the the, the required missions can be like a bit like the Riddler races. Those are those are kind of fun, but if you, I love those. Yeah, those are, those are awesome. But if if like the Batmobile isn't your thing and like it, you don't really get the controls, I could see how that'd be an issue, but. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just, it's another option. And, like, the Riddler quests are side missions anyhow. I just, it's like, I love Grand Theft Auto, at, like, as, like, a game engine. Like, it's just, like, it's, an, it's a similar open world game where you can just do so much. And it's, like, so really fun to explore. And, like, the Batmobile kind of, like, brings that into Arkham Knight in, in a really unique way that you really feel like you're the Batman playing the game. It's the quintessential mm-hmm. Batman experience. It makes you really feel like Batman. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'm always impressed with all of the different uh, combos and maneuvering techniques you can use to get yourself in and out of the Batmobile super fast. So that in that way, it feels more like another tool on your utility belt than it does a car mechanic shoved into a game. There's even like the uh, the remote control feature so that you can be somewhere and then you just remote control the Batmobile to solve a puzzle for you while you're waiting near the objective. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. It's like mm-hmm. that. That's just like they were re- they were really creative. They tried very hard with the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. It, I think it's, I think it's a great mechanic. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of the uh, complaints about it, but, but I mean, you know, you know, people's opinions are valid. So yeah. Uh, other than that, speaking of driving, I've been playing. I got hooked on Mario Kart Tour. No. I got hooked on Mario Kart <laughs> Tour. I've been playing so much of it. I've been getting drivers, unlocking them, uh, raising up their points, doing, doing the like tier cups or whatever. Oh man. I am hooked. I am so sorry I failed you guys. I don't, I just don't understand that game. I played like two races and I was yeah. like, this is not for me. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I played one race and like the controls were super wonky. Like I tried, like, when you get used to the controls, you get schmoovin', man. You get schmoovin'. You, really you, you really get schmoovin'. Maybe I gotta pick it back up, but like, it's still installed on my phone. I just like haven't given it the time, but mm. like, I don't know. Like it's it's not super intuitive. 
it's it seems like it could be a little bit more fine tuned from my limited yeah, experience. I feel like Mario Kart it has like a specific like tight feel to it. That's why I like mm-hmm. it at least because it's like a quality game. But like on mobile, it just doesn't feel like it has that same feeling. Okay, that's fair. There is every now and then where like uh, I try to turn one way, but then I go the other, and I can't. I can't. I chose drifting controls. Oh it's yeah, like, I was gonna ask. I was like, what? I oh, remember for like, sure when it tries to teach you how to like use it. I was so confused. Like even like the basic one, I was like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? I was like, I really rather just have, need to do I'd rather have races. motion on. But like even the motion on, it doesn't work as well as like motion mm-hmm. on like a Joy-Con does. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just need to do a few races with drift controls. Really get a feel for how they work and when you start turning and whatnot. Uh, once you get used to it, they are so good. Oh my goodness, I love drift controls in the Mario Kart Tour. I'm hooked, guys. You need to help me. <laughs> we need uh, Mario Tour Addicts Anonymous. Uh, speaking of addicted, guess what came out again for a new console? That's right, Overwatch is out for the Switch now, and I bought it day one, and I am hooked, man. I am more hooked than when Roadhog pulls you in for a combo. <laughs> hey Good one. Hey-o. Thank you. Are you going to say Night Trap for the PS4? Oh, Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> I'm never going to play Night Trap. Why not? That Classic. game seems like it would stress me out to no end. <laughs> oh, I, man. Like, that does not seem like it's my kind of gameplay at all. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Night Trap is a game that came out for what console? I'm pretty sure it was, like, the... I- like like early Nintendo, early Nintendo. It was super early Nintendo, and it used live action video recordings to convey the story. And you were a part of this secret, uh, control agency team or whatever. Right, whatever like the F- acronym like FBI was. Kind of type it was S C A T, and I'm dead serious about that. <laughs> I forgot, I didn't remember that. S cat, S cat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. S cat. No, S cat. You got it wrong. No, you got it wrong. Yeah, scat. Like that's what they that's what they chose to name the team for the game. And I that blows my mind in and of itself. But they like they took a girl and they implanted her in a friend group of teenage girls because teenage girls have been disappearing at this one house. And it turns out that the house is filled with vampires, but they're really called augers. I don't know. And so the point of the game They were gonna be ninjas. I saw I saw a video about that. Oh, They're, that makes more sense. Yeah, well, they were good, like, but they but they changed it because they didn't want it to be like too impressionable on children. Like that game. What? Is, th- yes. Wait for it though, because it gets weirder, and it already was apparently too impressionable. So the point of the game is you use this house's security system against the people that live in the house, and you take out all of the, like, auger minions, which is just, like, three poorly paid actors wearing all black (laughs) with these weird needle gun things to suck out blood. So you, like, you murder them, and if you go through certain rooms at certain times when people are in them it plays the live action video that unfolds the story you can't watch any of the important parts of the story otherwise you're not gonna kill the augers and you're gonna lose so I don't know why they threw that in there also there's a music number for Night Trap Uh, honestly 
do what I did one night. Go on YouTube and look up Night Trap the movie. <laughs> if it looks horrible quality, badly acted, poorly written, then you found the right thing. It's insane to watch. I've never heard of this. This at game all. is like part of the reason that the um the rating the system rating exists. system exists. Oh. Yeah, yeah, this game was apparently too impressionable along with Mortal Kombat and both of those games were cited as reasons why video games are too violent. Yeah, that's why the rating system has to exist. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's so <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. It's they, so cool, they though. They should release a modern version of it where you hack into people's, like, smart they home devices. It. They, re- they re-released <laughs> it on the PS4. Like, re- like oh. I think they, I they re-released lying. it on the Nintendo Switch. On the Switch? Yeah, what? it's on the Switch. What's, what's the, do you know the price? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm going to say, like, 20 bucks. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> it's so weird. Do, is it, like, remastered? Does it, does it look any better? Um... I they show a different action. controller when they zoom in to show you the controller you're going to use. That's fair. Like, they could have reshot it. I don't know, man. No, they absolutely <laughs> did not reshoot it. It's the same video quality. And the only oh, thing I know that great. was live action was Quantum Break was kind of weird. Oh, yeah. The that Xbox just, game. It was that's like just like TV real cutscenes. Yeah, it was. Instead of but in- what I didn't realize until like later on was like if you like made certain decisions, it would play a whole brand new cutscene. Those cutscenes were like 45 minute episodes. Yeah. Yeah, no, Quantum Break was weird. I wish I could play it, but uh, PlayStation. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Night Trap is just like the, it's the precursor to the Telltale, uh, to the Telltale game series. Oh. Kinda. I mean. Is it? Yeah, yeah. sure. It's live action. It's just, it's You watch a movie and you interact with the movie. Telltale games were not live action no, but, at all. No, but they're movies that you is interact like, with. Uh, that, yeah, yeah. that Black that... Mirror movie? Bandersnatch. <laughs> yeah, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. I still have not watched slash played that. All I... I remember is choosing what kind of cereal I yeah, ate. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's about as far as I got. I never had the time. When that came out, I never... I kept getting the same ending no matter what I did. I think I'm just dumb. <laughs> the ending was like, the ending I kept getting was like, the guy knew that he was in a Netflix movie. That's the, from what I hear, that's the Netflix ending, and that is apparently not the best ending to get. Well, yeah, because it's there's a competitive sucked. Bandersnatch community. <laughs> well, there oh my are some gosh! Any like, percent, cool. uh, like glitchless any percent Bandersnatch runs. <laughs> <laughs> there are some endings that were like more satisfying and had more closure than other endings. Sure. Uh, and I think the Netflix ending was one of the ones that was like a weird meta joke. But it also accidentally was one of the ones that was gotten most often. But one of my favorite things about Bandersnatch is that the director himself, like, was trying to show one of his favorite things they shot or favorite moments from the shoot. Um, except they couldn't remember how to get to it. <laughs> like they couldn't oh, yeah, remember I heard the choices that, like, that they, were, they would Yeah, have he to said there was like certain scenes where he was like, I don't even remember how to get those. Oh my god. And I think that that's great. Man, that is over convoluted. Over convoluted, more like Overwatch on Switch, <laughs> which is what I've been up. playing. I love it so much. Let's talk about it for at least a little bit, get it out of the way. I read a Kotaku article about it, and it just, like, the title was kind of clickbaity because it was like, oh, like, the Switch can't handle Overwatch, is like what the title was. Oh. And I was like, that's like weird. It can, though. I've only had like one major moment where I'd say the game was lagging. And even through that moment, I was still able to, like, force through and play it just fine. It was just, like, I was missing a few more frames. Yeah, than the article, like, talked around, like, 
in circles for a while, and then it was like, oh, mm-hmm. if you play like docked, it was like you you kind of need your pro controller, otherwise it doesn't feel right. But also, since it's docked, like it doesn't look as good as it does like when you're playing it in handheld mode because I haven't played stuff docked is yet. Happening, I don't know. I've only played it in handheld mode. That's um, why I would get it, and that's why I'm. I'm thinking the reason I hit the lag is because, like, I don't have the direct network connection yeah. that I have with a network cable uh, right. that I would have for the dock. Need and... the adapter for the dock or whatever. Yeah. And, like, typically, okay, if you have solid internet and you have a Nintendo Switch, you do not need that LAN adapter. But if you are a college kid in a situation <laughs> like us where you're going off of uh, apartment group Wi-Fi or school campus Wi-Fi, you need the LAN connector to make sure that your connection is consistent yeah because that's the biggest problem that you'll run into here otherwise don't bother buying a land connector um but handheld i come into weird moments of lag i have a moment or two every now and then where it's like oh i feel like that reaction wasn't as fast as it should have been uh but for the most part it's still playable i'm still doing super well and also i forgot what early game overwatch was like and how many loot boxes you can rack up i (laughs) opened like 11 of them before i went to bed last night and i was like this is the life. <laughs> this is the way I'm meant to exist. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. <laughs> it is so much fun still. Have you tried the motion aiming? Uh, They come turned on, and there have been moments where I've tracked a person better than I would have with a controller. Really? I love the motion aiming. Yeah. Uh, I So I've played a little bit of Splatoon 2 on the Switch, mm-hmm. Um, and playing that game without motion controls is just impossible. Yeah, you're asking to die if you play yeah. without motion controls. <laughs> like, it's... it's, it's it's actually it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like ever since that, I started playing. Like like any time a game allows me to do motion controls, I'm like, sure. The Switch is really good at this. Like even like Breath of the Wild. Like I like I, I motion control my like bow and arrow because it's mm-hmm. just it's just way more accurate. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 really insane. I didn't I didn't give it the credit it deserved. Absolutely. Uh, mainly I've been meaning to play docked so that I can feel what it is like with a pro controller because I love my pro controller and I need to use it more. Um, but other than that. I I'm really happy I got Overwatch for the Switch. Do you uh, do you play uh, Smash Bros on your Switch? Uh, I did. I used to go to the Smash Brothers tournaments on campus. Gotcha. I was gonna say so like they do. Uh, they have wireless GameCube controllers that can do motion controls. And, oh really? Oh yeah, I have one. Um, the input it, there's a little bit of input lag, so I don't recommend it for competitive like first person yeah, shooter gaming. Yeah, of course. But like, if there was no input lag, it would be my preferred method for shooters because like you, it's it's it adds another mm-hmm. uh, bumper in case you need that. Um, and it's it it it's it still is pretty superior. Like the triggers just are so satisfying to shoot with. Yeah, I remember this one weird uh article that I read comparing the latency of controllers. Did you know? I'm pretty sure the Pro controller uh, unplugged into the console is faster than it being plugged in. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's because I think it's opposite on PlayStation. At least I think PlayStation Four, like it was a f- or like uh, like mm-hmm. the PS4 P- Pro was like an a feature that they didn't really talk about that much. But like if you plug your controller like directly into your console, there's less of an input lag. Mm-hmm. Well, right, that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's like a physical wired connection. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's weird. That's the opposite. I. That's 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 really uh, crazy. Is it that they make bad cords or good wireless? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's a specific thing for the Switch because it's going to the cord, to the dock, to the Switch. Oh, right. There's yeah. all those. It's oh, not going that's directly fair. to the console. No, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of portable Overwatch, and it's been <laughs> great. I'll just have something on the TV, and I'll be playing Overwatch in the background. I I love it. 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 That's the reason I'm excited for Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'm just mm-hmm. like I'm just gonna be doing whatever. I'm gonna be my professor's gonna be lecturing, and I'm gonna be catching them all. Yeah, you've never played a portable Pokemon Shut game up. before. But, like, it's I haven't in so long, and I don't have my 3DS because who has a 3DS anymore? Me. Where, where would you put it? Like, have you had it? What do you mean anymore? Like, where, where'd it go? That's a, <laughs> is it, that's a great question, isn't it? I don't know, man. Stuff I happens. People used to, like, lose their Nintendo DS, like, so much. I remember, like, I had, like, a bunch of friends that were like, yeah, I, like, went up north one time and like, like, <laughs> She's gone. My One DS time I found gone. an. That's uh, how you tell the casual gamers from the gamers. I think it happened to my really? younger brother once, yeah. too. We were just what? like, Where, where's your DS? How and do you like, lose Man. that? It's not small. I, well, I found a DSi XL like under my bed one time when I was staying at Soaring Eagle Hotel. Like it was just like in like like a, a DSi XL just chilling like right right by the bed. I'm like, what is happening yeah, right now? Like hotel. Did you wor- take it with you? Well, of course. Hotel workers' kids probably really have a bunch of DSs or something because like anytime someone <laughs> anytime someone leaves one, yeah. the, the maid's like, Oop, I guess my nephew's getting another DS for Christmas this year. <laughs> Here, kid, I found another. Thanks, mom. It's playing like a uh, Mar. Uh, Pokemon, sure. Sun and Moon, sure. takes the dogs. next DS, adds it to like a castle that they've built <laughs> out of DSs. Little fort. No girls allowed is inscribed nope. in the DSs. <laughs> I think, so like, playing an actual mainline Pokemon game on a big screen TV will actually mm-hmm. be quite a unique experience that I'm yeah. pretty excited for. Like, like we did get that with Eevee, with Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu, of course, but Yes and no? Yeah, I, yeah. Those were more like, let's get the Pokemon Go fans like integrated into the Pokemon series. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, get them used to more of the main Pokemon mechanics. Mm-hmm. And then when we do have Pokemon Sword and Shield, mm-hmm. we have new customers, hopefully. Right. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, what do you think about the, um like, so, so the, the change in mechanics? The, so, like, they're kind of doing away with... um with random battles a little bit from what I've heard. Like oh, really? it, it's it's from what I've heard, uh, I I read an article about this a while ago, so it, I'm pretty sure it's accurate, but um they are switching to the Pokemon Let's Go um like wild encounter um, system. Hmm. So like there's gonna be Pokemon on the overworld that you run into as at, at times. I like so it's gonna be more like the Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, right? In that sense, <clears throat> at least at least to some extent is what is what I've been reading. Because I actually did like that. It felt more like an environment when there were all these Pokemon running around, unlike with the rest of the series where uh, you're just sort of alone in bushes, and then it's like, trust us, there's a Pokemon that you ran into. <laughs> just right. Trust us, man. Right. It'll be like like a. Eight foot onyx, and it's like he was right there, and in, in the, he was he was right there. How did you not see him? He was hidden behind this blade of grass. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like it makes a lot more sense, but it does kind of shift it away from its origins, which like you know changes like always a, a bit difficult to to adapt to sometimes. Because a lot of people like mm-hmm. you're definitely going to get people who are like, no, not my Pokemon game. Hashtag not my Pokemon. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but Diamond a. Bit Big controversy about this game, and I'm. It seems like you're a pretty big Pokemon person. Sure. So let's get your opinion on this. What do you think of the fact that the National Pokedex I was, is gone? I knew, I knew what you were gonna say. I think it's garbage. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, what do you think about crunch culture in gaming? 
What do you think about all of the developers who have okay. to spend increasingly more and more yeah. time yeah. away from their families in order to support their families making I think, games? I think I would wait another year for Pokemon Sword <clears throat> and Shield. That's what I think. Okay, okay. I'm like, just saying, like, there's this weird hypocrisy that happens with gamers of, like, we realize that crunch culture is bad. Like, a lot more companies have been coming out uh, and saying, like, this is what's happened in the past when we've had to release a game. Like, uh, Rockstar is a good example for Red Dead Redemption 2. And then, later on, when there are things such as No Man's Sky saying, hey, we need to, de- we need to delay the game again, or Pokemon saying... There's no national decks anymore. Then gamers are like, how dare you not give me this thing? Why are you not giving me this thing? Why have you not put in this effort? Meanwhile, there are now over a thousand Pokemon that you need to individually model and code and implement into the game. And that takes time. (laughs) I definitely agree. So the... Pokemon's appeal has been catching them all, right? That's yeah. like that's like the thing. Mm-hmm. So now you can't do that anymore. You cannot catch them all in Sword and Shield. And I get that there's, there's a lot of effort, and I don't expect them to like if they're trying to meet a deadline. Hey, I get it. But and this is a thing that I that I've actually talked about with some friends, and it's potential. It's it's possible that they could like release it in the future, you know, via like DLC, whether it's yeah. free or paid. That's what I'm thinking is yeah. probably going to happen. Right, and like that would also be fine. It's just like that's it's not. Oh, you know where it's probably going to come in. What's that? Uh, whatever the second form of Sword and Shield is. Right, because they always do like the, you know, black two, white two, Pokemon, like Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. That, yeah. That's fair. That That's a, that's actually a good point because then they'll have that time. You know, yep, to, to, and it's going to be the same models. That. So Yeah, no, yep. that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm smart. I know things. <laughs> big brain I, time. I got, I got the brains. Speaking of big brain time and crunch culture, in video game movie news, there is a Sonic, like the redesign has <laughs> oh, been. Oh, yeah. The, the re, we have the first looks of like alleged redesigns. I think those were leaked. Yeah, so I'm not sure if they're like official or like, but but they look pretty good. My favorite comment about this is I can't wait for people to see the redesigns and still not be excited from the trailers because the movie's just bad. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I I felt that too. So I was like, okay, like how, who really cares that much about like what this guy looks like? Because like, is this gonna be anybody's favorite movie? Probably not. Oh, absolutely. Co- not. At least Sammy Sonic fans' favorite movie. <laughs> that movie is going to be two hours of Jim Carrey desperately trying to make something good. He should have just played it, Sonic himself. It, it'll be two hours of Jim Carrey succeeding to make something good. Mark my words. Jim Carrey is a treasure. That he movie sh- is going to be entertaining regardless. He should have just painted his Grinch uh, suit oh my blue God. and wore it. I would, pay, I would pay so much money to see that. You have no idea. I would go bankrupt. Oh, my God. Okay, we're, we're straying a little bit. We're straying a little bit. It's video uh, game movie news. In True. In terms of Pokemon that are getting cut, I feel like we should have had a fan vote of like which Pokemon we don't need. We can get rid of Love Disc. Who no, cares oh, about no. Love Disc? No, well, come on, we are Love Disc? getting rid of Love Disc. Why? It's, Love a, Disc. it's so it's so cute. Yes, except the stats are horrible and it's not hey, usable not for every, anything. Not everybody's competitive. Some I, people like the aesthetic. We we could get rid of Bidoof. Um. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. Bidoof's pretty memey now. 
Oh sure, okay. He's we got a we can get meme we, following. Who could we who, who could we get rid of? Are you a Pokemon? I don't know anything. Yeah, I've been looking over at Hunter. <laughs> get rid of just Pikachu. been like shaking his head, confused. And get rid of like... Pikachu. We had enough of that guy. <laughs> we can get okay. It's 2019. We can get rid of Zubat. Um. Okay. 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 It's it's 2019. We can get rid of all of the Pidgey clones. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the one we have to keep though is the one from, uh, I believe it's X and Y because that one was sure. not only fire type that was or flying type that was fire flying mm-hmm. and like that actually contributed something to that Pokemon. Mm-hmm. We can get rid of all fire fighting starters that aren't the Torchic family. <sighs> get rid of Caterpie. I can see that. Yeah, or Weedle. pretty worthless. Like if this like, no, like Weedle turns into Beedrill. Beedrill's cool. Oh yeah, no, Beedrill's I, a five I foot remember tall bee with my, giant stingers. For my hands. first Beedrill that I got in Pokemon Go, I named Bee Movie. I mean, and, and <laughs> me and my friends have a joke because like two of them are really into Pokemon Go, and like I'm very casual, like almost mm-hmm. like don't play it at all. So like we were doing a raid at like one of the calves like here that had like. I don't know what Pokemon we were trying to battle, but like every single one of mine was dying. I was going through like every single one. And then, and like every t- I had like 10 B drills for no reason. And then I was just like, come on, B drill. There's a come on, next B drill. <laughs> come on, next B drill. My, my B drill is named Pikachu because there's this animated series on YouTube called Pokemon Rusty, which is sort I feel of like a I've seen parody that. of the Pokemon series. Yeah. And instead of getting a normal starter, this poor guy got stuck with a Kakuna that he named Pikachu. (laughs) And, like, uh, for those of you who don't know, Kakuna is a Pokemon that can't attack, really. It has Mm -hmm. one move that builds up its defenses, and that's it. Uh, So there were constant jokes in the series of, like... It's Pikachu use headbutt, and then the other trainer's like, "But that's a Kakuna that doesn't learn headbutt." And then he just picks up the Kakuna <laughs> and chucks it at the Pokemon. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing, man! Uh, when like, are we gonna free all the Pokemon from being slaves of eh, that? Shut up, Peta. Whoa, 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 whoa! Listen, Black and White already dealt with that topic. That's actually true. That was Did the it? actual yeah. plot of oh, Black that's and cool. White. Mm-hmm. The new, the, Except, ironically, they still used Pokemon. <clears throat> yeah. To fight you because what they had Pokemon to? ever like I wish there was an option where the Pokemon's like eh, I, I want to be on my own I don't I don't want to fight well they so do that I... until you have the badges to control yeah, them that's true you can't catch me because I don't I don't I'm not, I'm not subjecting myself I don't, I, don't, to I that. do not consent to being caught right yeah. now yeah <laughs> so the, the newest fire starter it's um I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a firefighting I'm pretty like I I do do you remember um it isn't it the do you, do you have you seen the new fire fire starter from uh They've Sword only Shield? revealed the first forms, haven't they? Right, but isn't it like isn't it like It's a bunny. It's score bunny. Score right. bunny. I remember yes. that. It's almost certainly going to be a Bugs bunny that kicks you in the face. I I hope they don't go for fighting again. I really hope they don't either, but I'm not <laughs> I hope but I'm but I'm not hopeful. <laughs> How many firefighting Pokemon have there been? Hasn't it been like the starters? Three? Aren't the firefighting ones the water types? Get it? Firefighting. <laughs> All right. So moving on. <laughs> get out. Um, of here. <laughs> moving on. Uh, there's there's Torchic, which isn't firefighting. But then once you get to Blaziken, it's firefighting. Oh, uh, Combusken, I think. Yeah. Um, and then after that, there Tepig. was Tepig. Uh, and then after, well, there was also Infernape. Yes. So that's the, yep. we're up to three, and then they 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 did fire psychic, which was actually really cool. Yeah, that, that one was, was a sick. fun one. That um, was a great one. And I'm pretty sure they went back to it, but I can't remember because they're so forgettable. Oh, so 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 that would have been 
would that have been sun and moon at that point? Yeah, yeah, because it would have been black and white. Was the was the fire was the fire Ty-Pig. psychic? Was 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 Tapig black and white? Which one was the fire psychic oh. then? Fire Psychic was uh, Fennekin. X, X, X and Y. From X and Y, Gotcha, yes. okay. Was, so then yeah. Sun and Moons was Litten. Oh! Infernate. Oh! Uh, not, not no, Infernate. Litten Infernate. turned into... Into Incineroar. Incineroar, except that wasn't fighting. That was Fire Dark. I'm dead serious about this. They Smash had... Brothers would like to speak with you. <laughs> they... I believe you. No, I, no he's you're, you're based correct. on Luchador you're, you're correct. and fighting, but, but they made him a Fire Dark type. That's like that's like Charizard being only fl- like flying, not dragon. <laughs> it's like yeah, come on, man. Right? I've oh, never man. been more lost. Pokemon's <laughs> weird. So, anyways, as you guys may remember, last week uh, Hunter and I talked a lot about Blizzard being idiots about Hong Kong. Isn't that right, Hunter? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they didn't really do anything to help themselves either. Uh, they they tried. Hasn't it gotten they, worse? They did a tiny bit to help themselves, but let's talk about everything that's happened since then. Uh, since then, the player has made a statement and came out talking about how he knew he would be uh, reprimanded for what he did, but obviously it's an important social issue, so he did it anyways. Blizzard came out, and they decided to give him his prize winnings back, uh, and now the two sportscasters and the player are all on a six-month suspension instead of a year for the player and just flat-out being fired for the two sportscasters. Um, and the language that they used was heavy-duty PR speak. Yeah. And also the thing was released at 5.30 p.m. on a Friday. That was Pacific time, too. So like. Yeah, so like all of the things that would report on that are, they're gone for the weekend and they won't care. Yeah. So that was also so deliberate. The the, uh, the sportscasters that reported on the event they got suspended for six months. I read somewhere on Twitter that that's the length of their contract. That's like like that's weird. the length of the rest of their contract. So and and I hmm. I read somewhere on Twitter that like Blizzard probably has no intentions of like continuing the contract after that. Hmm. It was like a way to fire them without like actually doing that. I'm not sure. I'm just bringing that up in case like to see if you guys had also heard of that. But I, I have I, not actually. Yeah, I no. did hear that there was a possibility that they may have uh, egged the player on to say it or supported it in some way off camera beforehand. Um, again, I'm not sure, and I've seen the clip, but I don't speak Chinese. So, again, I'm not sure about that. Um, Other than that, things that have happened is we've started to see Blizzard pull back from social events because of this, because there was supposed to be a launch event on Wednesday for Overwatch for the Switch at the Nintendo headquarters in New York. Blizzard canceled that event. uh, And the the weird part was that, like, Nintendo had to announce that the event was canceled. I didn't see anything from Blizzard, like, on Twitter from it. I think Nintendo announced it because it was at their headquarters in New York. Um, that makes sense, but that's kind of, they were like, oh, Can you imagine how happy Nintendo executives must have been when Blizzard was like, hey, we shouldn't do this event? Like, now I'm wondering, like, if they're pulling out of that event, like, they literally have a huge event they that they're known for. They have a massive fan We event talked about that, like, last week. In half a month, <laughs> <laughs> there are going to be no Q&A panels. They're not going to allow any kinds of posters. Oh, my goodness. How many cosplays of May? More Winnie the Pooh. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh? Have you not known China's thing about Winnie the Pooh? I've heard it like ter- like tertiarily, not even secondarily. The president of China, right, uh, is a little bit paranoid because 
I think the origin of it is at one point he was compared to looking like Winnie the Pooh. That is amazing. And then he became so self-conscious of it that Winnie the Pooh is flat out banned in China. His image is not allowed anywhere. That name cannot be printed anywhere. There are fun images if you go online of like people playing an online video game where the servers are hosted in China. And then someone says something along the lines of, what's that character that's best friends with Tigger? And then they say Winnie the Pooh. And then the next screenshot is them immediately being banned because it was a China server. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Scary. <laughs> yeah. The fun part hmm. about it, though, is when you try to stop the internet from doing something, it does a thing. So there yeah. are all of these wonderful Absolutely. edits of the president. Never tell the internet uh, not to do something. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> just, just stop paying attention to it. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, okay. So, but so, so that was Winnie the Pooh, and also I, I saw that like South Park like refute like like they, oh yeah they they had like went to a bunch of places and were like, hey, you need to stop doing this type of thing. And South Park, of course, was like, oh, no, why would we ever do that? South Park, around the same time that the NBA fumbled this and uh, before Blizzard fumbled this, South Park made some joke about China in an episode, and then that episode became banned in China. And then, because they're Matt Stone and Trey Parker, right. they pushed harder. <laughs> they like just pushed against China, and they're like, we are so sorry, we do not constantly kiss the ass of the Great Republic of China. Like, those were their official statements. <laughs> oh, man. It's those guys great. are legends. It's fun to look into them. But anyways, the small thing that I really wanted to bring up about the uh, event being canceled at Nintendo headquarters is since then, I've had so many people ask me, wait, you got Overwatch for Switch? I thought they canceled that. Oh. So apparently there are some people online that think because they canceled the launch event, they canceled the entire game, which is not how anything works. No, you see, here's the all. thing: people don't understand how things work. Just yeah. in gen, like flat rate, that's they fair. just don't. Yep. No, straight up, that's 100 percent what it is. I just thought that was funny. And yeah. No, that's hilarious. That. That's hilarious. Yeah, that, that, that that's kind of great. It's like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just like, oh hey, I heard I heard this piece of information. Let me just apply it to everything that sounds vaguely similar. Yep. Um, and then the other major thing that's happened with Blizzard since this entire thing went down is that they had to ban another esports team from another division uh, because the entire team held up a sign that said "Free Hong Kong." Uh, so they all got the six month ban, which seems to be pretty standard for this now. Also, I've done a lot of internal soul searching and thinking. Uh, so this is this is the fun time where we're going to get a little bit political, guys. <laughs> uh, my feelings on the situation now is that we as people are not upset with this rule that exists for Blizzard of like not allowing political speech at events uh, that they don't agree with. I don't think we're mad at that rule. I think we're mad that they're enforcing that rule so heavily on speech that we as people agree with. Because if you think about it, this rule is a good rule to exist because there could be someone uh, that wins a tournament and then in his post-game speech, instead of saying free Hong Kong, he should say uh, women have no place in the workforce, they should not be allowed to vote, they need to stay at home where they belong. And then, rightfully so, that per person would be punished because of this rule. So it's a, it's a good rule. It stops people from sharing horrible beliefs. Um, but just in this case, when we're referring to an oppressive government and how we, you know, something should be done, it's now being enforced super heavily and harshly. 
Whoops. Right. I get that. Um. So, so with with a totalitarian government like that, like that's also horrible. Like that's also a horrible thing to speak out against. This is a video game podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah, we promise. Video game podcast. Yeah, it's also uh, a terrible thing to speak out against, though. So I mean, I I, 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 I see what you're saying, and you do have a you do have a point, but I I haven't thought about it enough to to form an opinion mm-hmm. about that. Also, the other side of it for me personally is that I fear in not playing these games or purchasing whatever gotcha mechanic loot boxes, whatever. Uh, we may, yes, be punishing the executives of the company, but also be punishing the developers who had nothing to do with these decisions. Uh, so it's definitely a slippery slope. Yeah, it just seems like what I've read from a lot of people, they're more mad that like an American company like Blizzard, where our American values are constantly like freedom for everybody, mm-hmm. Yep. you still, just because of how much money you have mm-hmm. in China, you're just going to yeah. not care about that aspect over there. Mm-hmm. But hey, I have Overwatch for Switch now, <laughs> so what's it matter? I mean, to you, like on a personal level, probably pretty little. <laughs> like, like on on a on a things you will encounter in your day to day. I feel guilt. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, that's you. You do. Yeah. What's that like? Oh man, it's constant. It's painful and constant. Man, keeps me up at night. That's quite the experience. <laughs> yeah. Dark. <laughs> Dark like a, a a certain black hole. <laughs> full oh, circle. We, full circle. Okay, we are 44 minutes into this podcast. How have we not talked about Fortnite yet? The one I'm thing so in our sorry, intro. Not, the, we, we talked oh, about that the intro. One thing yeah, in the intro. The one we thing need in the to intro. talk about full, this. Full circle. That's why I was like, I was thinking, I was like, we can't forget. Okay, so you know, we all know Fortnite, the battle royale game. Ninety. Uh, that's hot. Or like a hundred people get dropped into an arena. Uh, last one standing wins. You build towers. There are guns. Woo, Fortnite. Whatever. Are there towers Dance, in the new map? I guess it's for kids. It's for kids. <laughs> are, are, are there towers in the new map? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, no. you can fish. <laughs> so we recorded the podcast on Thursday. Went up Thursday or Friday. On Friday, there is an event that would end season ten. Because uh, what Fortnite does is, for each season, there are like different cosmetics available. You'd skill up through that through just that season, whatever. Um, and in between each season, there's a little bit of downtime where they uh, patch and update the game a bit, and typically they will do this by hiding it underneath an event. You get loaded into a server where essentially a cutscene happens. Typically it's been like a meteor has come down and taken out a portion of the map to change the map. Um, but for this one, for season 10, what has happened was the best way to describe it is guided missile strikes and a meteor colliding on one point at the same time, which caused a black hole, which sucked in the entire game of Fortnite and the menu system for like two or three days. So for two or three days, if you were to log into Fortnite... It'd just be an image of a black hole, and that's it. I'm going to have to ask my astronomy professor about the physics of that one. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, The Twitter account, all of the tweets were deleted from the Twitter account. The profile picture was a black image. The banner was of the black hole. Uh, there There was flat out... Nothing from them, and then on that lasted for what? How many days too? Like it, it wasn't just like an through hour through the weekend. Yeah, which is insane because that's when people play video games. Imagine for the being most that part. confident in your game 
that like you can just go offline for like three days. It must have Chris, really the... sucked to be freshman in high school at that time. Here's the weird thing, though. This major update was sort of pushed because Fortnite has been losing out on market share and popularity. Uh, in the industry, their numbers have been dropping on Twitch. They have been dropping in what server space. So this yeah, what update, about Mixer? Nin- I don't Ninja's know. <laughs> Ninja's on Nick- Mixer. It's fine. Yeah. I don't want to care about Mixer yet. Whatever. <laughs> um, so, like, because of that, they decided to push this major update, which, behind the scenes, and this is where I actually have so much respect for Fortnite and the developers, what was going on behind the scenes in this two to three days of downtime is they're patching the hell out of the game. They gave the game a completely new map. They reworked mechanics. They did balance changes. They added new features, new characters. You can fish now. So they changed a lot of the coding that actually goes into the game behind the scenes. Uh, And then on Monday night, Tuesday, whatever, they gave out the trailer whole new map, yada yada, celebration, people are playing Fortnite again. Um, Thank gosh. Yeah. yeah <laughs> what did we do without that? We were really Jones in there for a minute. Oh, man, I was so worried I wouldn't have Fortnite. Mm. Man, all the all the freshmen in high school can finally stop angsting even more. <laughs> all of the middle schoolers can stop uh, flossing, waiting oh, for oh, Fortnite man. to come back. Just flosses aggressively in angst. <laughs> Uh man. Uh but yeah, that's what Fortnite did. I enjoyed it. What did you guys think? That, it's yeah. very interesting. Right? I, I cool. love their marketing tactics. Like that, mm-hmm. that was, it was great. Like like I, I hadn't mm-hmm. played Fortnite in so long, but still like that caught my attention and I hadn't thought about yeah. it for months. And then, another... So that was like successful. I like how hidden that was too. Like there was like no like no one was saying like, oh, the next season should be coming or anything like that. Or like they made I feel no like I would have heard something. It it's just like boom, yeah. black hole gone. Uh, there was, what am I thinking of right now? I just had it in my head and then Hunter started talking. I'm, I'm so sorry. No, you no, should I'm be sorry. sorry. Yes. Thank you. Uh, there have been, it's on the tip of my tongue. One of you guys talk so we don't have dead air. So, um, <laughs> the reason I haven't played Fortnite is just like mainly because, all of my friend groups stopped playing it, right? Like, it's, like it's one of those games that's like, it's okay. Like, you think of it. Right, right. I was running out of stuff to say. Thank gosh. <laughs> so, if any other company had to pull their game for this amount of time, basically, what would happen? And Overwatch does this sometimes, where they'll say, "Hey, we need to do maintenance on the servers. We need to patch some updates. Uh, so, from this time to this time, we're gonna be down." And then you log in, and it's just the menu, and it's like, "Sorry, can't log in. We're doing maintenance." Uh, so it's just it's incredibly impressive that Fortnite decides to take something like that and turn it into this event that people get talking about. Lady Gaga just asked what Fortnite is on Twitter. She yeah, spelled it wrong. What's, yep, what's Fortnite great. and who's Ninja? Yeah, yeah, two, yeah I saw the difference between <laughs> who's Ninja. And she it's like tagged so him funny. and who's at Ninja. Who's at Ninja? It's so it's like funny. Just, Gaga, just look at your tweet. She's a queen. She can do what she wants. Oh, uh, man. I think the I feel Xbox, like she's definitely yeah. a little bit in on it by oh, the yeah. time it oh, got to Who's Ninja. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, by then she learned, She's probably. in the new season. <laughs> she's going to be the new concert. Oh, my gosh. What What if she's What if she's a skin? She's She's going to be the new Marshmallow. What, oh, if, what if, like, wait, Lady Gaga was the meat dress, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. What if the meat dress is a new, like, skin for Fortnite? Well, I'm buying Fortnite. <laughs> Anyways, guys, buying. <laughs> that'll do it for this week. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, uh, Diamond, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. This was a great time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Hunter, thanks for still being here. 
You're welcome. <laughs> you make me not lonely, and it means a lot to me. Everybody, I hope you had a good time listening, and I hope that in the future you get to spend some more of your downtime with us. <laughs> <laughs>